All right, I'm a bit nervous about this episode of the podcast. I'm Mario Lopez. Last week, we had my buddy Stephanie Zivon. She's a certified life coach with pretty amazing stories. She gave up a really successful career as a TV executive to become a life coach to some pretty important people. Anyway, in the last conversation, we talked about having her back to coach me. So I've never done this before. And uh, here we go. Stephanie Zib, welcome back. Thank you. Are you ready for me? I'm, I'm always ready for you. <laughs> you um, are. You were on this last week. I thought we broke down a lot of stuff, but but I, I was left wanting more. And I want to be selfish today because I want to go through the motions of what an actual life coach session would be like. Is that okay? Yeah, I'd love it. So I'm your, your uh, would I be your pupil, your patient? What would I be? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not a doctor, but you yeah, got letters be behind my, your you'd name. You'd be my pupil. No, be you pupil. are my okay. client. Client. Yes. There you go. It's not a, nor, not a patient, not a pupil, but no. a client. Yeah, client. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm your client. We're sitting down here. This is my yeah. first life coach session. Hit me. What do we got? Here's here's how I start. <clears throat> what right. do you want to be coached on today? What, oh, so specifically, not. I can't just be general about it. What do I want to be coached on no. today? Yeah, if you're like, you know, if you're my client and you're coming to me because there's something going on in your life that you want some clarity around, right? Or you want to improve, or you want to get rid of your guilt, or whatever it is that Got is it. coming up for you, Got then it. you people usually come in because there's something that they're dealing with and they want some support around. It's like, why would you go to the gym? We talked about also. Okay, got it. Right? Understood. Understood. So if All there right, is something going be, on, yeah, right, this is what I want to be coached. Yeah, it's layered how I can manage my time a little better and not put so much pressure on myself and feel like I'm giving my family leftovers and realize that I am getting older (laughs) and uh, I can't treat my body like I'm 25 anymore. Yeah. How do you deal with your mortality? All that. Yeah. Dealing with mortality. I'm not good at that. I'm not good at that. Because well, I feel because I, I still have like a lot of energy, like a kid. I know, and, but I don't you know, think it means you have to get rid of that. It's just yeah. that you get to harness it, right? Yeah, You've well, been harnessing it for your whole life in a doing way. Well, I have to. I have to channel it. Yeah. Because if I don't, it, when I was younger, it used to get me into trouble. And even as an adult, I think it might be able to get it might get me into trouble. <laughs> so I got to stay busy to stay out of trouble. That was my mom's right. Um, whole philosophy with me, right. especially in my neighborhood. So she kept me busy and put me in a bunch of different things. That's why I could. Do a bunch of different kind of stuff right? Because to, to keep me out of trouble. And it worked because I didn't have time to get into trouble. And same thing as an adult. I'm still very hyper and 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 um, energetic, but I feel like I got to, you know, but I, I feel like I, I'm burning the candle out of both ends too. So, you know, it, it, it's harder to recover. You get older. I used to be able to party, drink, this, and I get up the next day, work out, this and that. Now, one good partying night. And you're done. I'm done for like three days. Well, and I need the, to recover. What's the vision that you would have? Like as you... You have known one thing for a long time, right? You've known this channeling in all these outlets, keeping yourself busy, which we talked about last week also was in some way keeping yourself present, but also, you know, you're right. it, when you're constantly in the doing mode, you're just not here now. You know why I'm constantly in the doing mode? Because I'm scared. Of? Failing and not doing well. And what happens if you would fail? How do I... I'll feel like a loser. And what if you feel like a loser? Well, I, I can't, if you're alone in a loser, that's one thing, but you can't be a loser with a family because then you have a whole team that's losing. That was my fear as a single man. And now as a family, it's, it's gone next level. <laughs> Maybe that's why I've taken on more. 
So it's your driven. But I'm being serious. I'm not even trying to be funny. I've I hear been, you. I've been scared to not, not, not work, not be able to um, provide and, yeah. and, and uh, uh, make a living. And even by myself though, I was, you know, provide for myself. I just, it was just, just a scary thing. I think I get motivated by fear of like not doing or, or, or failing or being able to I always like, see, here's one thing. When you grow up without money, you have two things when you start to make a little bit ways of, of, um, <clears throat> of thinking. I think one, you start getting real flossy as the kids call it. You start to <laughs> kind of, you know, you, you, you show it off. You're a little yep. bit more show up or you, you do it like I do and you think it's going to go away in any second or it's someone's going to take it from you. Um, and you're always saving for a rainy day. And I always just think like that rainy day is right around the corner. <laughs> and I have that. I mean, I, I don't know if that maybe keeps me hungry, which is a good thing, or it's like a constant stress and pressure. Well, what do you Does think? Does that make sense? Yes, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. You've been driven by fear, which is, they say, fear is false evidence appearing real, right? Huh. Which is also to say that there's been nothing that had, except there's, you have a past that inspired you, we'll say, you know, because of the way you grew up, it filtered into your relationship to money and how you operate and what you think you need and then what you're fearful of if, God forbid, that doesn't that doesn't come to fruition. And I never I never went to school. I mean, like college, I went to mm -hmm. high school and all that, but I never went to college. And, I, you know, you grew up thinking I was going to make money to pay for college because I know it'd be tough for my parents. And so, you know, and I got to that point and then I kind of kept fortunate enough to keep working. So I never went back. And that was always like a little guilt. I was like, I don't know why you just grew up thinking you got to go. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, I didn't go. So there's a certain level of guilt and not like I could choose another career right now. Cause I don't know what I do. That guilt thing, <laughs> that guilt thing we have to also yeah, I got navigate. A lot of guilt. I got a lot of guilt. And so, yeah. you know, I put a lot of, so that's my issue. I think I put a lot of pressure on myself. I feel guilty. Um, and I'm scared. Yeah. Fear, guilt, pressure. Yes. Right? Which is, let me just say, what normal humans go through, right? So welcome. <laughs> Thank you. You're a normal human. That's right. so exciting. But in, but I felt like that since I was young. I know. Isn't that weird? No, it's not weird. I think that, you know, that's where this stuff begins. You know the way I think about this? I just want to bring up this way to use as a this tool that we can sort of talk about in the context of all this. So if you think about a big dining room table where in a normal situation like Thanksgiving would be your family and friends sitting around it, but instead of it being family and friends, let's have it so that it's all of the parts of you sitting around the table, right? So we have fear and guilt and pressure, but we also have the driver, we have husband, we have um, host, we have loyal, we have kindness, what else would you say? Father, son. But also uh, qualities. Right, like right, what right. are the qualities? We have disciplined. I think dis uh, discipline, focus. So here's the thing. If you look at that table and there's all these parts of you and there's a million more that we can name. But the question is always what part of you is sitting at the head of the table, right? So if guilt or fear or pressure are sitting at the head of the table and running your show essentially, then that's going to infuse that energy into whatever it is that you're doing and I, then create results from there. I think it is sitting at the head, but I think it kind of drives all those. It other does. Things. It does. But at the same time, it's, it's also depleting you in some way. Right. Yeah. 
You can't <laughs> relax. It gets in the way of actually being present with your family. You think they're give, you're, you're giving them leftovers, right? Uh-huh. So what would be a better part of you to sit at the head of the table when you are still being driven? But what if you're driven by, you know, I mean, the other parts of you that, that are at the table, let's say, are love and joy and fun mm-hmm. and strength and fierceness? You know what I think it is or I feel yeah. like it is? I think because of the unpredictable nature of our business and, and the not knowing causes a lot of that. And since, you know, dealing with that since I was 10 years old. Right. Causes a lot of that insecu- I- insecurity. So, and that's always the case. Like, it, it's if I had a regular gig where it was sort of constant and stable and you know what's happening and I'm working towards this 401k and I got the, fine, I probably chill out a lot more. But because of the unknown the unknown is scary. Mm-hmm. Even though I feel very blessed to have been doing I just, but I also know that it could end like that. So I don't take it for granted. And I think uh, I got to keep up the, the intensity or else, you know, it's kind of like when you're working out, you got to keep up. And as you get older, you got to even work harder or else you're going to get fat. All right, let me ask you this though. <laughs> does that make sense? It does. And where does, where does your faith come into this? Or, or That's a good question. I think that helps me. And what, how? Because um, it would be worse without it. <laughs> well, it would be worse without it. Your faith also, though, you, there's guilt that you have around that too. So that's some of the pressure in some way. But yeah. my question is really, you... That's how I come at peace. I sort of want to let go and let okay. God. Right. And I pray about it. And I let, you know, I work hard. My whole mantra is like, I'll work hard. I'll stay focused. And I'll do the right thing. And I hope the right thing happens for me and for my family. Mm-hmm. That's my whole thing. You know, after that, that's all you can do is your best, right? Right. So then I let go and leave it in God's plan is meant to be. And so that's how I, that's how I, what is that? Not maybe truly like? because yeah. clearly I wouldn't be so scared still. So what does that look like? I mean, think <laughs> at least about I tell it. myself and I think it, 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 uh, helps. I don't think it, it, um, alleviates everything, but it kind of helps. I think that you, what, what you're describing though is also, like even the, even people who have the 401k and l- what looks like the secure job, any anyone, you know, anyone who has a job, nothing is ever really secure. We I, don't really know how or why things work, right? Yeah. If we sat and worried about the how of it all, we would be here forever and never understand it. How did we ever, how did it come to be that at this time and on this planet in this way, we, the two of us are sitting here? It doesn't really matter, right? right, right. The point is that, if 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 you have if you know what you want right and you know why you want it then you can start to take action which is the antidote to fear oftentimes and also um be open to the outcome so i think what i'm hearing from you a little bit is part of the pressure and the guilt and the and the stress comes from being attached to the outcome and that means that you're kind of holding you're, you're holding strongly to something, even though there are moments where you can let go and let God and surrender. There is an, there, th- this fear is having you hold on to something for dear life because you have a, because you think it's going to go away right. versus holding with a loose fist where there's other opportunities that can come in and out when, when you're not holding on so tightly, then, then, uh, then there's just more flexibility and nuance and space to create and transform and evolve, right? I, I also feel the the reason why I hold on so tightly is because once I start to loosen up, 
I'll get lazy and then I'll keep my eye off the ball. And Is that true? Do you really think that? No, I, I don't want to risk that. You don't want to risk that, but that's a story. Look, there, there's something. You know what I mean, though? I know what you mean, but I think that right now you have to be, what you, you get to observe without judgment these stories that you're telling yourself. Mm-hmm. Because you. And I'm getting older. Right. And we're in a youth but, obsessed business. But there's this. Right. Right. But you really don't look like you. Well, that's have very aged nice. At but all. still, but nevertheless, but <laughs> that's another thing that goes the into elixir, the money. my friend. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, God, and I smoke and drink, and stuff. I don't know what it is. Lucky, but um, uh, so all that, you know. But even kinda, that story, I just want you know what I want. I want a <sighs> moment, just a <sighs> relax, okay. and I just want to kind of live in that space for a little bit. I think that that, that got is there. what we. That's what we get. <laughs> I'll have to flashes of on. it, but I don't live there. I like maybe visit it for like a Do half you? second. Yeah. When? You know, for only a half second? For like a minute. Maybe we're on vacation and chilling for a hot second. I'll take a, like a second. And then I feel guilty when I'm on vacation. Like, okay, this is too long. <laughs> I can't. I've already chilled out too much. You know all what right, I mean? So After like two to, days, I'm like, all right. <laughs> we have to talk about this guilt. Because that guilt is keeping you from your joy. Yeah. I'm happy. As like I said, I'm a happy You're happy, but it's person. keeping you right. But it's it's the guilt is not allowing you to be the fullness of your presence. It's not it's not fully allowing you to be um, to a either fill your tank right in a way that is filled with even just that breath, that calmness, that meditative moment, that relaxing, that experiencing. I know you are very grateful and you feel blessed and you don't take anything for granted. And I really know that about you. Mm-hmm. And yet. I and I think that your opportunity is to really get deeply present to every moment and not be worried, stressed, or guilty about the moments to come. Right? right? I'm always planning. You're right. You're I'm always, always planning. planning. The next year. I'm all, if I could, if I could, I would plan the next year already. I'd have every week. I want to know what I'm doing. I like the structure. I want to work around it. I would plan. You know, every day I always got like a bunch of stuff. I don't know what I'm doing. I just. I'll come and I'll just kind of boom, boom, boom. Do and just you hit it plan in. the year? Do you, do you well, think about... Well, as much about, as I can. Okay, let me ask you this. <laughs> what would it be like if we were to sit here right now? So whatever day this is, right? It doesn't matter. Let's just think about the day. Let's think about the end of 2019. Okay. Okay. What, what if you were to map out that year, just in terms of a vision that you have, what happened? What are you celebrating that happened over this year? Celebrating... Um, Hopefully some things that are in the works that officially come to fruition mm-hmm. um, on many different uh, levels on yeah. that. Uh, you know, my family being healthy and us all together and, and uh, mom and dad, everybody okay. And, and, uh, I, and then I think, I think I needed like another a year or two of just kind of, of hustling. And then I could finally do the, ha. Huh. <laughs> I, I think the so the opportunity is to find that breath now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And to not wait it. until something happens. I think right. that our our biggest our, our biggest issue is I will you know when this happens then I will right? right. That that's an issue. It is an issue that goes to the have do be right. I was talking about that. If we operate often from a place of if I have the thing, if I have money in the bank, if I have the job, if I have the deal that closed, if I have the relationship, if I have the health, whatever, then I can do whatever it is that I want to do that as it relates to that having Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. And then I will be 
happy, happy at peace, a little more peace, chilled out. Right. Exactly. So the opportunity is switch from have, do, be to be, do, have. So now you bring who am I being? If I want to be peace, I'm going to be peace now. And then I'm going to infuse that into what I am doing. And then I will have a different result. Hmm. You are frenetically creating all the time. And that's what's expanding in your life. You're not feeling the peace. You're not feeling the breath. You're not feeling the expansiveness because you are, you are constricting with the fear and the guilt and, and, and time, your, your relationship to time and your relationship to abundance is, is actually constricted in some way. Mm-hmm. And I would even say that you're not even generating or, or creating as much as you can with, with less effort. Mm. You know, I, um, so what do I do? Well, I think it is about it's it's about really kind of getting into that feeling that you want to create, right? So part of do you ever do you have an experience where you really did feel peace where mm-hmm. you like is it something you're willing to share? Like a certain moment? Yeah. When I feel, you know, when I'm having a drink and have a nice cigar and I'm sitting down and and just kind of being still listening to some good music, I I feel peace there. And are you I really feel, present yeah, and not I'm really, present. you're not feeling guilty? Yes. Okay. For what? Like 32 seconds? <laughs> no, 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 for, no, for like for that amount of time okay. there, an hour or two. Whatever. All right. So that's kind of what I would call the bottle that moment. You know, that's kind of the touch point or the access. I think the bottle is what helps that moment. Exactly. Okay. Whatever it takes, <laughs> my friend. Um, but really, it's like if you can think about a moment that brings you the, the peace that you want to feel and feel into that now. So it's almost like operating from an already having received place. If you already received everything that you want, how would you feel? So if, if that is peaceful, then bring, then, then what would it be like to be that person who's walking through life, feeling the peace? So part of this is like, in terms of what do I do? It is a practice. It does become a conscious. Does meditation help that? Yes. Yes. Meditation yes. helps that be can't. I got to write that. Be down. do have. Be do have. Be do have. Be do have. Because again, you know, it's like, it's even like you go back to those stories about the um, the people who win the lotteries, right? Mm-hmm. And there's all these tragic stories about well, they have, and they have more than they could ever need or want, right? Right. And yet, in many cases, they because maybe they they're not rooted in the why that they wanted that, or it was greed based or ego based or whatever it was, then destruction ends up happening, you know? Mm. Um, So it, it makes a lot of sense to bring a high level of consciousness into the action that you're taking so that you're creating the results that you want. If you are interested in having a better time management and to bring more peace into your life and to be more present, right. One thing I think for sure that would be fascinating for you to try is Meditation, right. and there are there's two apps I would recommend. One's called Headspace, okay, and the other one's called Calm. Okay, both are you know both the I same need. but different. <laughs> and you can see, but you can start. It starts off with like a minute. Yeah. Or there's another great app that I love called Happy Not Perfect. Okay. That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, these are all simple little moments that allow because I think Happy Not Perfect also allows you to kind of check in with yourself about where you are emotionally hmm. and then write it out and then burn it and then um, and then do a little meditation and it's very simple I like but that. See, it's I just, great. I like structure, so if I just have a little yes. bit, a little structure and I, I need a routine. All of those <sighs> apps will provide you structure and that will help you to understand okay. what the meditation is and it'll walk you through it. It's they're guided. Okay, good. And that'll be a good start. You do you recommend um, morning meditation or evening meditation? Both and. 
Both hands. But if you're starting, I would start in the morning. Really? It, it literally, it can be two minutes. Okay. It doesn't have to be. You don't have to be a, a Buddhist monk and go to the mountains right. and you know <laughs> ohm it out. You know, oh, so man. I it's Got about it. making it really accessible. Okay. But I do believe, and I would be fascinated to follow up with you and see what happens. That if you start to meditate, what what is the experience you have with time? Right. You know. Are you a big fan of writing things down and having like a visual? Oh my God, yes. Okay. I mean, I have, a, I have a great little story about my own. I have all my clients write out a day in their extraordinary life 10 years from now. Because I should write down my be, do, have. Did you? Well, well but you have, have you ever written out what your, your vision? What is your vision? What's your big vision? What do you mean, my big, my, like in my entire life, how like I see my life? Like if you were to write a day in your awesome life 10 years from now, what is happening on that day? On that day, I would be showing up to work for a job I love and, and um, maybe doing a couple other things and working with my friends and, and family because I like having the people I like around me. Yeah. And... My kids would be involved in a bunch of great activities I'd get to go see after and on the weekends. Um, maybe we'd have another one. Uh, and um, I'd be able to create some opportunities for other uh, people and friends and, and family. Because when I'm having a, a, a good time, I want everybody to have a good time. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I want everybody to win. So, and that makes me happy. Yeah. So, because that's why I like being a host. Because I like genuine, genuinely hosting people. Uh, just entertaining them, making sure they're happy, making sure they're having a good time. So, and I'd like to, uh, you know, even uh, probably a little bit more financial stability. So I have that big ha moment <laughs> just <laughs> okay. as, as, a, as a general. So in 10 years yeah. from now, hopefully if I'm blessed enough to stay busy, that, that I think um, time-wise would be fine. Because look, say- in five years, I'm going to be 50. So I can't believe I said that out loud. But <laughs> in, by the time I'm 50, um. I should be feeling pretty good about that. I'm gonna, I, like, I, that's my goal. Okay, see, that's my but, goal right there. And by the time I'm 50, it should, that's, a, that's a team's too long, far away. But I should have that be, do, have okay. down by that All point. All right, first of all, you use should. And we talked about that. Oh, so the should's last a bad time. word. Should's a bad should's word. Should's a bad word. What, what, what do you suggest? Why do you want to should? Shoulding is like, it's a. Shoulding is bad. You, that's a pressure word. That is one of those mm. things I keep talking about your narrative. Yes. You have a narrative around should and guilt, and the, and both those things are like, they're like, what they're do you like suggest Siamese other twins. than should so I can get out of that mentality? Choose to get to. I choose to, I get to. Yeah, okay, doesn't got it. that change your energy? Yeah, it does. And see? Because there's no pressure. And it's like right. should. It's like, oh, it's you, like, it's heavy on me. Yeah, that's if right. If you do nothing else but change your language, your yes, life will change. Li- I like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you know, I try to incorporate the, um, the four agreements yes. in my life. Which is like, yes. Be impeccable with your word. Don't take things personally. Don't assume anything and always do my best. That's right. Boom. Don't make assumptions. Right. Don't make assumptions. Yep. Don't be afraid yep. to ask questions. That's why. That's yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I knew it. So, okay. Got it. So anyway, I and try always to be impeccable with your word. So right. Right. Pick- so that's key. That's what I'm saying. The, yeah. the case in point. So what you were trying to say. So, yes. And I think once you do choose certain language that we can get out of those bad habits, I think that will change your mentality. And I think so, that yeah. being impeccable with your word, people often think about it as being outside of word to ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that's a commitment to self. It's how, it's what, what are, how are we, how are we driving uh, what, what we're doing and her, who we're being, right? So being impeccable with your word is, is doing what you say and saying what you do, but it's also, what is, what, what is that story I'm telling myself? You know, what, what, how am I walking forth with, with what, mm-hmm. 
authority with, you know, if I'm the author of my life, right. what am I authoring? Right. What, what authority am I, am I bringing? Right. And if it's the authority of guilt, then you're doing great. You know, <laughs> meaning, look, you know, right. you, meaning you're, you're aligned, right? If I guess I lived about- with it, not to cut you off, but I think I, I accepted living with it because I knew it drove me. Right. But and I knew about- it and I knew it and I knew it uh, kept me motivated. Okay. You know, fear is a great motivator, right? <laughs> so, but it's not a happy place to live. It's not a happy place <laughs> to live. And, and it's, it's, it's something else that. I I said to you, it's like if you were to think about how many hours you spend or minutes or whatever feeling guilty and you were to take that energy and transform it into something joyful, what else is possible for you? Mm. What could you create from that place of joy or peace? And the thing you said earlier about like in five years, you'll be a certain age and you <laughs> and so when you are that certain age, then you will be peaceful. Correct. And I was like, no, no, we, we got to switch that up. Right. Yeah. It is be that peace now infuse that into into you know come up with this vision feel into the peace right and start to create from peace start to show up to work from a place of peace be with your family from a place of peace trust from a place of peace and then that's going to be the transformer that sets everything else into motion so my homework slash takeaway yeah I'm going to get these apps that you said. I'm yeah. going to really be a, make a conscious effort in addition to my praying, which I do at night. Great. I'm going to try to do inc- in, incorporate the meditation, um, bo- both in addition with the prayer and, and in the morning. Yeah. I like the one minute, two minute deal to start off with. Absolutely. <laughs> which is enough. It yeah. is. I mean, I, yeah. don't, I think yeah. that like take the pressure off, right? That's right. the other thing about pressure. We think that we have to do this extraordinary mountaintop you know, month long meditation. And so we're never going to do it. So we don't do it at all. And that's as you would, you would probably would agree in terms of getting started in a workout. You don't start by being you, you start by being me, (laughs) (laughs) which is I'm going to walk for a mile and that's it. Right. (laughs) Right. Um, Okay. That choosing better words, being more impeccable with my word with, with, with changing the language. I got to be conscious of that. And I'm going to write stuff down. Write out your vision for this year, five years, 10 years, whatever makes sense. What's what do I was going to say? What's too much a year? I write. So I I have a good little quick story, if I may. Can I share this quick story? You may. So I, I, I now am able to use this as an example. I wrote out my 10 year vision five years ago. Okay. In 2013. And I wrote a, and the way I, I write it. It's it's bad writing because I I encourage people to use a lot of adverbs, which is the like number one thing you don't want to do as a as an actual writer. Mm-hmm. But but in terms of visioning, it's excellent. So the intent is to write from this place of, you know, I am excitedly waking up with joy and ease every you know on the morning where I I turn to my beloved and you know I'm you know whatever. So I wrote this whole day that included my Central Park West Upper West Side you know wraparound terrace and my my awesome, the man in my life who was extraordinary and, you know, all the, and like we deeply connected on all these levels and on and on and on and on. Right. I mean, one of the things I talked about was that I am, you know, I talked about myself as having a show called coach Steph and, you know, I always wanted to be a talk show host and all these things. So, and books and all the, whatever, but, but here, here was, here's the best part. So in the vision, I am, uh, I, my, my doorbell rings and it's John McEnroe 
And John McEnroe, in my vision, is my friend, but he's also somebody that brings us our U.S. Open tickets, and I'm a massive tennis fan, mm-hmm, right? I know. So I say, I don't know what I'm more excited about, the fact that John McEnroe is our friend or that he gives us these amazing seats to every single match at the U.S. Open. So that always made me laugh, and I loved it. So I meet this guy a year ago on the street, this British guy. Oh, literally on the literally street. Literally on okay. the street. And um, we... and we end up having lunch and then I don't hear from him for a long time. And then um, this past May, he calls me and, and he you know says, do you remember me? I'm like, I think so. So we end up going out that night and I forgot that he was a tennis person and he loved tennis. And um, I start to talk to him about, about tennis and you at the U S open. And, and he said, Oh, it's so interesting. I was just with my friend, John McEnroe, who gives me my tickets oh. <laughs> for, and this is now my life person that I'm with. Wow, yeah. you manifested it. I manifested. Dang. So it's no joke, right? <laughs> Jot it down. <laughs> yes, wow. Sort of applying that whole methods of the secret from it a is. little bit, right? Yes, and the secret, you know, I think there's a fine line between magical thinking and the secret. And I think the secret, the good thing about the secret is that it's it's the law of attraction. And just from a very simple, basic thing, it's like attracts like. It's like what you think about expands. right. What you resist persists. I mean, we could sit here all day and rhyme, you know, right. <laughs> but it's, um, but those are, are still valuable yeah, statements. Yeah, magical thinking though. I like that. There is a difference. There is a difference yeah. because also I think, you know, the other thing- you got to do the work a little. You have yeah. to do the work and what I, what I landed on, at, you know, but the way I end my, my vision is I say this or something even better for the highest good of all concerned, which is, to, which is holding with that loose fist, hmm. which is to say- I am, this is what I would love at this point in my life. Right. This is what makes sense to me. I realize there's so much I don't know that I don't know that I don't even know I don't know. Right. So it's in God's hands, if you will. Yeah. And I'm going to surrender this over. But here's here's a little, I'm going to place my order for what I think I'd like. Yeah. And if something better shows up, God bless. You know, 10 years ago, since you went back, we're talking about a 10-year plan. I know you just went back five years. I think about what I wanted at that time. And had that come to fruition, I was it, where I'm at now is so much better. And I'm like, wow, I think back and I go, oh gosh, I'm so glad that didn't happen. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm so glad that didn't happen. And so I'm cool with my goals um, uh, e- evolving and, 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 and being open to it and rolling with the punches, yeah. uh, if you will. But there, um, there's also something okay about writing down what you want this right, year to be. Right. No, exactly. But yeah. So, and so, and so, yeah. And I think it's kind of cool. Maybe even looking back and you see that. Yeah. yeah. So I've got my little homework. I've got my apps. I've got the working on my language, which I might need um, to, to jot down some words that I shouldn't use. Can I say shouldn't? shouldn't? Can I say shouldn't? Because it's not a should. Can, <laughs> let's, let's try to get rid of that word altogether. Just the whole word. It's a bad, yeah, it's like an it's, F-bomb. It's, All right. It is a, it is a guilt inducer. It's a guilt inducer. I'm writing that down. I just made that up. I'm but writing that, that right? down. I but like that. You, it, because it perpetuates the narrative that you right. don't want to create. And you right. are a powerful creator. Right. And we all are. And we're constantly creating people. It's like people who live in their victim story are the people who continue to operate from a wounded place in their yes. life. And then suddenly it's like all these bad things keep happening. Right. Like There's a, an yeah. opp- Right. But we Different get to relationships, shift that. people, sure. Absolutely. So <laughs> this is... I, so I mean, we're we're gonna have to do a check in. Yeah. yeah, do a check in because I feel much better just after this conversation. Yeah, so <laughs> we're gonna so 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 you're gonna create a some sort of morning meditation, right? For one to five minutes to start, or I will visualize and you can visualize. You can do whatever you want, right. you know. 
I would write out that vision that you have, but not from a goals oriented place, right? But from a vision, like if you're writing it in the first person as if it's happening right this second, that tends to that tends to ignite the energetic, the right. energy that you want to bring. Right. That, you know, that and it brings the energy in motion. It's fun to read. It should make you laugh a little bit. It right. can be I said should. You didn't call me out. I know, but I was it with you. Gets though, but... to, it gets to it gets to tickle you and to bring <laughs> the <laughs> you get to choose to uh, be in the joy of of this making you laugh. And another way to think about that vision is to think about it as like, wouldn't it be nice if? Wouldn't it right. be nice if I felt peace every day? Wouldn't it be nice if I felt like I had all the time in the world and I could and right. I could be present in every moment? Wouldn't it be yeah. nice if that also unlocks a little freedom and takes away the pressure right. because it's just kind of a wouldn't it be nice if? So that's a good other little exercise. I have a vacation coming up in like a week or two. Good. I think during that time is when I can really dive in. Yeah. Right? Recharge and and apply my new little um outlook. Yep. Slash uh, strategy. Yeah. Right. I would even I would even offer you coming up with some sort of little mantra, which is just yeah. like, I mean, whatever it means in terms of how you want to relate to time. Yeah. You know, or peace or, you know, is it is it that is it the time that stresses you out? Is it not having that stresses you out? It's like the mantra could just be as simple as I I have enough and I am enough and I have, you know, or, or right. I am Everything's peace. Everything's going to be okay. It's all good. Chill the hell out. Lopez. It's all good.com. <laughs> it's all right. good. It's all good.com. Okay. Okay. We're going to check back in. Yeah. We're going to check back I'd in. I love it. Let's I do it. I feel good. Okay. Good. I've got my little homework. All right.